Hello and welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This one's called R.I.P. Internet Explorer, because they're going to give up the ghost Internet Explorer. It's going to be pushing up daisies. It's going to be sleeping with the fishes. That's right. Um, yes. They're going to be ending Internet Explorer pretty soon. It won't be whatever supported anymore or something. Yeah. In May of this year, 2021, Microsoft announced that they will no longer be offering support for Internet Explorer starting June 15th, 2022. Huh. I mean, it means it'll probably die even before then. Like people are going to jump off the sinking, sinking ship. Well, let's be honest. It's it's been. It's yeah, people I mean, have already jumped off of that sinking ship. It's been ship. dying for a really, really long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think about though that it's that it's gonna be gone, that there's gonna be no internet explorer. It really is just because it was such a I mean, that was the internet. Mm, that was the internet button. Most back people in the day for us. You they know? just called it the internet button. Yeah, yeah. Just click on just click on the internet button, grandma. Yeah. You'll uh, get there. Mm-hmm. It used to be the internet for for everyone that's how everyone got online oh there was that in netscape originally well yes netscape was late 90s mm-hmm. but by 2003 internet explorer was the most widely used web browser and had attained a peak of about 95% share usage. Yeah, everybody used it. Everybody. Which is really nuts. But compared to now in 2021, mm-hmm. it's less than half a percent. <laughs> I could imagine. I, don't, I, I can't even imagine it's that high. I've never met yeah. anyone that's like, yeah, I still rock Internet Explorer. Well, uh, literally up until like the last couple of weeks, I still had to use Internet Explorer. <laughs> That's terrible. For work. I'm sorry. There's like this one piece of equipment that I use on my job that the software was developed around <laughs> Internet Explorer. Wow. And that was literally the only reason I still kept it on my computer was wow. because I had to have it. Well, no longer. No longer. They actually, you know, were like, well, we've now created a Chrome extension that works with it. Now, just to be in the Halloween theme of things, I would say that Internet Explorer, this is the position that it's in right now. It's teenagers drinking underage and having sex in a Friday the 13th movie. That's where <laughs> they're all about to die. That's, that's where Internet Explorer <laughs> is at this con- particular moment. <laughs> yeah. And part of me, there is a little piece of me that's going to miss it. Because of the history I have attached with Internet Explorer. Some of our younger listeners might not have an attachment or an no. early memory of Internet Explorer, but we certainly do. Yeah. I mean, that was that was that was how you got to the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from the dial-up, the AOLs. Yeah. If you wanted to get onto a browser. You you clicked the little E. <laughs> I remember when search engines weren't even really a thing and keywords were a thing. So they didn't think people were going to be able to remember whole websites because you have to www dot. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, that's too much. <laughs> and we didn't Humans have... Humans are dumb. We can't do this. We didn't have search engines. So they were like, maybe what websites will do is they'll have keywords that they put in. And you can go to click the AOL button and type in like dogs and... Mm-hmm. All the websites that have tagged dogs will show up 
and the most popular one will be at the top. It was the original idea of how they were going to organize search engines. Terrible idea, because if you let people put whatever keywords they want on their website... It's gonna, porn's gonna show up everywhere. It's just gonna be dicks. Yeah, it's just gonna be pictures of dicks everywhere. And that's what happened. (laughs) Did you know that, like, way back, early internet, everything was indexed by people? Yeah. Like, the internet, Uh in the way that we think of it now, is like you go to Google and you search a thing. It was all sorted and indexed mm-hmm. by hand. By hand. Like, so whatever people, people whatever people wanted to call it. Yeah. This picture of a giraffe, we're gonna say it's an elephant. And then now when you type elephant, this fucking giraffe's gonna pop up. <laughs> yes. Because yes. we said so. Yes. Yeah, that's that it was a really bad idea, but like they had no way to know they they had we had faith in people back then. Well, we also just I think they didn't anticipate it being what it is now. Yeah, to, now to a degree. Now, if you don't know, um, our search engines actually like read the website, and like you can't trick Google into thinking your website is something other than it is. Right. They have like the web crawlers and stuff mm-hmm. that you know automatically read and pull the websites that correspond with your search terms. Right. Yeah. It's it's you can't fool it anymore like you could then, but it's, it was an interesting. It's interesting how it all started because they were basically building it like they would build a library, I guess. Mm-hmm. The idea of like public cooperation. Yeah. Um, that went out the window because America. R- yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy to think that that would work for very long, but it got us started. It did. And oh, and by the way, so although Internet Explorer is going to be mm-hmm. put to rest, R.I.P. They do have a replacement. Yeah. Microsoft Edge. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit when you said Microsoft. Microsoft ugh, Edge. Oh, God. It's hard. It's hard to get that out. It uses Bing as like its default search. It's so bad. Bing. Where? I have to know. Like. How do how does Microsoft have the nerve to install Bing? I don't know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to ask our audience this. I really, if you've never written in to, the, to any show before, I want you to write in. I want you to tell me because I really want to know if you use Bing, why? Yeah. <laughs> why do you why? use Bing? Why? Have you ever used Bing just out of curiosity? I... I think I looked at Bing and I went, this is terrible. Oh, no, it's awful. And I think I tried some searches on it and was like, this is terrible. It doesn't. Who would ever use this? <laughs> it's slow. It's slow to load. It's and choppy. What it pulls up is not related well, yeah. usually to anything that you just searched. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's no like images tab or any of that stuff that makes sense like with Google. No. Um, it's It's crazy. It's crazy. And I think, like, for a search engine, it really should be the. There was a time when Google was perfect. It just isn't anymore. It's gotten shitted up. But there was a time when Google was perfect. Like, you went in, you typed your search, and all it showed you was the appropriate results. And there weren't any stupid ads. Yeah. And you only had, like, news and images tabs. And that was, like, it. Right. And now it's got all kinds of shopping and bullshit. And, and you can pay to have your yeah, own website ruined up towards it. the top. And, of course, you know, they have the thing now where... Google populates the answers right in the main screen to keep people from clicking the link to go to the actual website. It's it's stupid. Dirty. Well, whatever. But that's, you know. Uh, I think, but there was a time when Google was perfect. Like it was just, it was just the search box. 
and you typed in what you wanted to find and it only gave you the results and no other bullshit. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was like what you would design for, like, say, a public library. Mm -hmm. It was a system like that, but we don't do anything. We don't keep anything like that anymore. And and you end up with Bing. That's the crap you end up with. Bing. Google's in the middle of that now i mean they're in between where they the goodness that they used to be and bing they're still better than bing but i mean jesus well before bing and even before google ask jeeves yeah i was like trying to think of like what were the search engines? there was one called ask jeeves and it the whole yes. concept was like it's a butler, right? Like this butler's gonna go <laughs> it around. It's supposed to be your internet butler. Yeah, my internet butler's gonna go around <laughs> and like find the websites for me, like I'm Uncle Phil and and it's Jeffrey. There was another one called Alta Vista. Yeah, that was the one I loved. Yeah. Alta Vista was the search engine that I used. It was the most like Google is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was the best for a while. And then there was, of course, there was always like Yahoo. Yahoo and web crawler. It was and do called. you do you remember Yahoo Answers? Oh God, Yahoo Answers was the dumbest thing in the oh, world. Oh God, it, was it still so exists. Bad. Does it? It still exists. Really? Yeah, and it it still has the dumbest shit ever on it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you're scraping the bottom of the barrel when you go to Yahoo Answers. How would you explain Yahoo Answers to like, I don't know, a Gen Zer? I mean, you just Gen Zers have been around the internet long enough. They they would know if I said it was a website where anybody could post a question and anybody else could post a response, and they didn't have to be a professional of any kind. It was just Joe Blow could answer yes. your question, and people were asking some like really serious question yeah and it wasn't like reddit where it was cultivated and made up over time yeah and it, was it wasn't voting. like moderated no it was just a complete community open system yes. where anyone could ask and anyone could answer could anything ask anything and it turned into the exact shit show you would imagine it would <laughs> and anyone could answer yeah and then it was kept yeah and it was available there. for others to read and and <laughs> trolls would upvote all the worst answers the worst answer. so when you would google or go to yahoo and yahoo something <laughs> you would just get the worst answers <laughs> yes. it, you'd like you'd be like what size wrench do i need to remove the carburetor from my 1962 buick skylark and it would be like kill yourself <laughs> and that would be the upvoted that'd be the number one response and it's like <laughs> it was so bad that was yahoo answers i know i know i was there yeah. i remember it and people would post really personal shit like i got this weird thing on the tip uh-huh. of my penis it's like a mark and like yeah i'm nervous about it and i don't want to go anywhere and people are like it's definitely cancer they're gonna have to chop your, <laughs> your dick dick's off. probably gonna fall off yeah <laughs> and that'd be the number one answer upvoted and it's from like some guy named like yeah. mark 69 was the re- <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yes, you summed it up. That that was Yahoo Answers. Perfectly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Yahoo is still kind of a thing, though. Like, Yahoo Answers, some of that shit's still up. And it's so funny because you can look at Yahoo Answers, and it'll be, like, from 2008. And that shit's still there, like, from 2006. I was going to say, I think even earlier than Yeah, that. and it's yeah. still there. And you're like, how does this still exist? Like... Mm-hmm. In the digital universe somewhere, or why? Yeah, why is it still there? <laughs> We're, think about this: as a species, we are burning carbon, burning carbon to create power to save 
Mark 69's response on Yahoo Answers. Here's a fun little factoid for you about that. So, speaking of carbon, carbon usage uh-huh. when you're Googling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1,000 Google searches is approximately the equivalent of if you were to get in your car and drive a little over a mile. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. You know what's also pretty interesting that I learned? Hmm. This is true. If you run your leaf blower for 30 minutes, so a regular uh, two-stroke leaf blower engine, you run that thing for 30 minutes, that's the same amount of carbon pollution as if you rented a car, a Ford F-150, and you drove it from Savannah, Georgia to Juneau, Alaska. That is the same amount of carbon that comes out of 30 minutes of running a leaf blower. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Just a little two-stroke. Yeah, just because those engines, those little two-stroke engines release a lot, because it burns oil. Oh, right. It's burning oil at the same time as the gasoline, so it's like way, way worse. Yeah, and they don't have like emissions inspections for your leaf blower. They're going to. They're going to. It's going to have to be a thing that we change. We're going to be moving to electric ones, I think. Yeah, probably. But that was an aside, but it's an interesting Yeah, one. interesting for sure. Yeah. So The more you know. Huh. Stay, stick with us and you'll learn nice, interesting facts like that one in the middle of rants about I wonder, Internet Explorer. I wonder what Yahoo Answers would have said. Ah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> go kill yourself. It would have said, <laughs> it would have said, go leaf blow yourself. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so uh, what I think is interesting is that there was shit before Yahoo is what I was getting at. Like. Yahoo was uh, one of my original memories of the internet, but Yahoo News is still a thing. It's garbage, but people still look at it because yeah, people don't change, I guess. Habits. Yeah. Old habits die hard. Yahoo News used to be like the tabloid of the internet, and it still kind of is. Um, and now it's got it's cluttered up with ads, and it's shitty. But there was stuff before Yahoo. There was like uh, GeoCities. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. GeoCities. Because, I mean, before you just went, online and search for things you went to websites yeah you had to you had to go to just go to a website mm-hmm. the idea of just searching for whatever you wanted wasn't really a thing you had to find a website that might have information right or it might not or it just might be yeah <laughs> a mess uh-huh it was kind of great though i kind of missed that the wild west of I, the internet i loved days. it geo cities was like a a website where anybody could make you basically could HTML code whatever you wanted to for free. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, close to for free, and then they and then they realized they could make some money off of it, yeah, charging people for hosting. But yeah, I mean, it opened up the world of having your own website. Mm-hmm. Literally anyone could make their own website. I had one. Yeah, a lot of people did. I think mine was Angel Fire. Yeah, it was the yeah, Angel Fire and GeoCities were like the two primary hosts for mm-hmm. like DIY websites. And the thing about them that was that is or was so glorious was just the hideousness uh-huh. of like this is what you get when you allow humans uh-huh, to do whatever they want. You give them free reign mm-hmm. to just create their own art. I would like to describe for you my first Geo Cities or my first Angel Fire website that I remember the most, the one I worked the hardest on. Okay. And I think a description of this would be typical of what you would see. So I took Slipknot was new at the time. They were very, very popular. And if you're familiar with the band Slipknot, there's like nine people in that band and they they all wear costumes. Mm -hmm. They wear masks. So I had pictures of all of them, like 
that I put in with some weird filter on it so that it looked different. And it was tiled on the background. Like just that was the background. It was just pictures of the members of Slipknot. <laughs> and then bright white texts in the foreground with a yellow outline. Yeah. That was just lyrics to Slipknot songs. That was all it was. Mm-hmm. But not in any particular order, not named, just random lyrics. Right, not organized. And different font sizes and different <laughs> fonts on top of pictures oh, of the band. Yeah. And then I took like a 14-second clip from the CD of one of one of the heavy beats, and it just looped mm-hmm. over. That was, yes, and the other thing. sparkles flew off your mouse as you moved it down the website, yes. and that was it. That was the entire oh, website. God, I'm having flashbacks. Yeah, no yeah. copyright, no credit to Slipknot. I don't even think I mentioned that it was even a Slipknot website. It was just there. Yeah, and people would do, and like I can remember like people would have like... Yellow backgrounds with white font, mm-hmm. um, and it, like streaming stars glittering down uh-huh. the screen the whole time, uh-huh. and then music—the most god awfulest <laughs> music playing—and you're like clicking, trying to figure out how to turn it off in it a just panic, loops. and it just keeps going, <laughs> and and you could do it yourself. Yep, because that was sort of the, like I said, the wild west, and that was when the start of us learning html Mm -hmm. yeah it was funny everybody used these tiled backgrounds but see everyone has different display resolutions so like you would look at it on a different computer and your website would look completely Completely different different. everything would be formatted differently there was no optimization back then and people didn't really understand that like other people were using different resolutions yeah that would not have registered so you just assumed that however you saw it was how it looked was just how it looked it's locked in (laughs) but the reality it was nothing like that so much worse oh yeah it was so much worse but i you know there's a bit of nostalgia there just for that whole kind of like i said having to learn html that was a thing yeah oh yeah our we are of a certain age where we Remember life before the internet. Yeah. And then we also are living life very much on the internet. Oh, yeah. And so we were kind of there for that awkward teenage (laughs) (laughs) puberty internet time. It was kind of awesome. Yeah. In some ways, I really liked the creativity that went into it. Like everybody, it was like every you gave everybody this blank canvas and just what are they going to put on there? That was pretty cool. It still kind of exists on the dark web. And it's, I, I know. I've talked about the dark web before, but if you're out there, just it makes me feel good to know that somewhere out there there's websites like that that still exist. Yeah, I would say probably the dark web is the closest sort of like mm-hmm. comparison to the way the internet used to be. Exactly. And, to, and and doesn't it make you a little bit happy to know that somewhere out there in digital cyberspace that shit still exists? I mean, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, it's <laughs> like mean, cave paintings. So. Yeah, it's, it's like, like cave like- paintings. <laughs> It's just good to know it exists we, still. We were we were <laughs> neanderthaling around on uh-huh. the internet back in the late 90s. Yeah. <laughs> We've made our cave paintings on GeoCities. On GeoCities. And I think there's something like basic human about it that I like. It yeah, it's very basic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very basic. It was exactly what we wanted to do at the time. I know for me, I thought it was magic. I mean, it felt like magic. Like I can do this and anyone can see it. It was the coolest thing in the world to me. I instantly yeah. knew that computers and the internet were the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I just liked learning. I liked being able to to learn how to make a thing look away, yeah. look a certain way. And then when so, you got it, you felt like this. Yeah, so literally learning HTML mm-hmm. and how to like 
plug in the codes for for certain colors or yep. certain fonts yep. um, or adding images. Because, I mean, today you can just go to whatever you're doing and you just click add an image. Mm-hmm. But back in the back, way back then. Nah, you had to you had to type a bracket. <laughs> you had to code it in. Yeah. And then going and refreshing and seeing what it looked like. And you're like, I did that. I did And it, it was hideous. But you did it. You and did you it. learned how to do it. And, it, and, it, and like, theoretically, if you coded it in HTML, any browser could read it. But no one, it, that didn't matter because everyone used one browser. Mm-hmm. So as far as we knew, it would only work there. Mm-hmm. But it, we, who cares? Who cares? And <laughs> nobody was looking at things on their phone at that point. That was not even thought of. And what's really weird is I never spent a lot of time surfing around other people's GeoCities or Angel Fires. You'd get linked to them. Someone would send them to you as a link, and that's how you would see them. But I don't think anybody just browsed them. No, that's not true. Now, GeoCities did eventually get around to like indexing. Oh, did they? So you could just go to the main site, and huh. if there was like a topic you were interested in, you could click it, and it would take you to that's a listing of personal websites that people had that had that interest. I remember uh, a thing called loops they used to do. Do you remember loops? Loops, no. So you would get, you would, there would be a topic like, say you were interested in juggling. This is one that happened to me. I was, I'm a juggler. I like juggling. I was very interested in learning about juggling in early internet days. And I would be a member, uh, you would click on this thing. You go to the website, and at the bottom, it would say juggling loop, next site. And if you clicked the, the arrow, it would take you to the next site that was related to juggling. And they were all linked together, so they would create a loop oh. that you could literally go through to find all the different websites. They would be trusted, and once you were trusted, they would let you into the loop. Oh. And so they had that for all kinds of different topics, which was a really good idea. It was a, a really brilliant workaround at the time. Yeah, kind of similar. I mean, was that the GeoCities or was that Angel Fire? But they both did that, okay. and a lot of the, um, like I said, a lot of the, like, learning type before youtube was the way you learned everything the learning type websites would I, there was another one for rubik's cubes that i was that i like rubik's cubes so like i was learning about them and there was a rubik's loop and it was just different websites about rubik's cubes and right i thought it was pretty cool it was a good idea i actually kind of missed that yeah because we don't have anything like that anymore but it was like community websites like they were like yeah we really love rubik's cubes and we have this website dedicated to rubik's cubes and then we find these other people who really like it too and their website's also really cool we should join forces which i thought i just i missed that it was super cool super nerdy yeah for those particular (laughs) subjects i picked i guess it was but i mean they had one for like you know famous people or whatever yeah and people spent hours i'm sure there was a mary kate nashley olsen loop Um, they weren't all rubik's cubes and People spent hours and hours and hours of their time making and cultivating their websites mm-hmm. and putting all the information that they knew or had read or found yeah. on, on their sites. I thought that was so cool. It was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. And then there was also just the phenomenon of pre-social media, social media. Yeah. You know? Oh, like, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, GeoCities was, but there was there were other things, too. There were the forums. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I spent, this was long before MySpace and Mm -hmm. Facebook, I spent lots of my internet time in forums. Yep. It was, you went, you you had an interest, say it was like music Mm -hmm. or whatever, you would go 
to a website that you found out about, uh-huh. and it would be a forum. And you'd pick your little avatar mm-hmm. and your name, and create you would a profile. Post. Yep. And you would post, and you would meet people uh-huh. on the forums. That was how it started. That was basically social media before there was social media. Yeah. It's interesting that they they knew it was going to work because it blew up. People did it on their own. That's the thing about this. So all this organization that was happening, one like people were getting paid. No. People just tend to do these things. All the forums that I frequented were independently run. Like the the people running them had real jobs. Yeah, it's crazy. They weren't doing that for a living. I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's very different from how it is now. <laughs> and then the social media did come. And I remember like my very first social media profile was on Friendster. Yeah. Do you Friendster. remember Friendster? Oh, yeah. I do remember so Friendster. Stupid. That was the proto MySpace. It was. It yeah. was. I went from Friendster to MySpace and then to Facebook. Facebook, which is uh, announced they're going to be changing their name. Yeah. The well, I think they're not changing like the Facebook name or changing something about like the company name. Right. The name of the company. Like uh, Google's owned by Alphabet. Right. It's going to be like that. But the reason they're doing it, I'm just putting this out there, is so that Mark Zuckerberg can basically say, that's a question for the CEO of Facebook. I don't know. I'm the CEO of whatever, Meta, or whatever they're going to call it. Um, I I suggested they call it MySpace. (laughs) Yeah, MySpace. Um, Get Tom involved. I miss Tom. Yeah. Well, I think what it's going to be, it's like a shield for uh, for Mark so that he can pawn off questions he doesn't like onto another CEO. Yeah, because he's tired of sweating during yeah. interviews. It basically just opens up more positions for them to fill in Facebook to get filters between the media and Mark. So basically, that can, to, yeah, it's the way to create a buffer. Yeah, he can just throw human shields in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, what, that's what they're doing. Yeah, I know. It's gross. It is pretty gross. Yeah. And then, so so we had the Friendster and then that progression to what is now Facebook. And But there were also, I mean, blogging and journaling. There were live, uh, live journal and oh, yeah, WordPress live sites. You want to know something interesting about live journal? Hmm. That was actually humongous in Russia. The Russian version of live journal was huge. And actually... Well, actually, in uh, <laughs> well, actually, yeah, in in uh, in Russia, I learned this. I thought it was really interesting. It was like revolutionary. So um, the government tried to crack down on it, but the servers were outside of Russia, mm. and for a long time, like the free press was on Live Journal in Russia. It was considered to be like the legit news. How interesting! Isn't that crazy? I mean, good for them though for finding a way to yeah to, to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know Live Journal was very popular. It was here in the U.S. It was. Um, I was a rebel, however, and instead of a Live Journal, I had a dead journal. A dead journal. <laughs> dead oh. journal was the alternative. The alternative. How stupid! <laughs> I know. <laughs> I loved it. I used to write in my dead journal all the time. Yeah, it was pretty great. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm actually really interested to hear about your early internet experiences and like what they were like or what it was like when you very first got on the internet. But I'll give you some time to think and I'll tell you a story about early internet from me. Okay. So um, this is this is a story time with Jason. This one I'm proud of. This is a story I'm proud of. So you remember AOL chat? Right, like it was. Oh yeah, it was a thing. You could go into groups and they you know had, they had topics for everything mm-hmm. by age, by location, location, yeah. And so I was 
on the South Carolina. I think I was even might have even been in the Anderson one. I don't know. I was a teenager at this time. I think I was I was probably eighteen, okay. maybe nineteen, mm-hmm. and. I'm on this chat room just talking to random people and I get a direct message from this girl and she she says, you know, hey, what's going on? And I start talking to her. We were just chit-chatting about like regular stuff and she, you know, does the, you know, where do you live? And I kind of told her where I live. You mean ASL? Yeah, the ASL. <laughs> and um, we were talking and it was a pretty normal conversation and I was kind of half paying attention and doing other things. Um, my chat was like, bing, 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 you know, uh, it was whatever. And this girl starts like kind of flirting with me and everything. And I was like 19, I was single or whatever. I was like, this is pretty cool. I might've even been younger. I might be 17. I, I really don't know. But I remember her being like, listen, if we're going to meet up, like, do you want to meet up? And me being like, oh, hell yeah. Cool. And then her being like, if we're going to meet up, I'm going to have to tell you this. Like I'm 14. And I was like, I, I just remember like reeling, like going back in my chair and be like, <laughs> holy shit. I didn't realize this person I was talking to, like I w- this was before To Catch a Predator. Yeah, it was before Chris Hansen was it, on the scene. It was before any of that or that I knew about any of that. I was pretty young, mm-hmm. but I knew it was bad. Yeah, you were like, like no. I immediately no. <laughs> knew it was bad and I typed, don't ever talk to me again, ban. Yeah. And like, that was it. I'm very well, proud of that story. Yeah, good for you. Because I did the right thing, but you it was so- You didn't get I didn't tell anybody about it for a long time because I was scared I was going to get some kind of trouble. I didn't say anything to to her that would have been bad, mm-hmm. but she was being really like coming on to me like mm-hmm. she wanted to do some kind of sexy, sexy uh, internet chats. So probably either she was a dude. Yeah. Or she was the cops. <laughs> I know. That's what, in hindsight, I figure it was one of those two things. But at the time, yeah. all I knew was it was scary. Yeah. I was really fucking scared. I remember just like looking out the window, like waiting for cops to pull up. Like, <laughs> I knew the shit was bad. <laughs> it's really funny in hindsight. Right. Because like now I know it was probably a dude, like you mm-hmm. said. It was probably just some dude. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I was fucking scared. Yeah. So that was one. That was an early experience I had with AOL uh, chat. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you didn't get T-capped. Yeah, me too. It would have been terrible. Did you have any early internet experiences like that? Um, not quite like that. I mostly just use the internet both for connecting with people. Mm-hmm. I did do a lot of chatting. I was either mm-hmm. on like AOL. Um, in college, I was the first freshman class that was required to use or to have computers yeah. um, in our dorm rooms. And so we all used um, AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. Um, all my friends and mm-hmm. dorm mates and all that stuff. So like that was kind of a thing. Um, and then also Yahoo and ICQ. Yeah. Like I was all up in the chat world. Mm-hmm. And if I wasn't chatting in the chat world, then I was on Napster. Napster. <laughs> Downloading music. Yeah. <laughs> like constantly. I had so many songs yeah. on my computer. It was that great. was illegal. Uh, it was legal at the time. <laughs> yeah. Until it wasn't. Yeah. Till Lars Ulrich decided to make it illegal. Till Lars came along and ruined everything. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, my internet experience was a lot of that was was downloading from Napster mm. and chatting online. Yeah. We'll see. I have one more story that's related to chatting online. This one, not so much I'm proud of, more embarrassing. Oh, okay. Um, this one starts with an online video game. So there was a video game that was online that I started playing. Uh, this was before World of Warcraft, but it was Final Fantasy uh, online. 
and I was online and I became friends with this person, uh, this girl, and we would chat all night and I'd chat to her quite a bit for a long time for like, you know, a month or two, like stay up real late chatting with this girl. Yeah. I mean, thought when she was you're really cool, when you're 17, a month is a really long yeah, time. Yeah. I thought she was, I was like, this girl's really cool. <laughs> I like talking to her. She's like from Colorado or something, you know, it was like. Whatever, it's pretty cool. And she liked the same game you liked. And yeah, and we would stay up chatting and like not even playing. We would just sit and chat and everything. And it was mm-hmm. like really cool. And then one day she was being like really weird. Like I was like, she she didn't want to talk to me or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I don't understand this, but I'm just going about my business. So I just play the game. And then I get a message from somebody. And it's like, listen, I'm friends with uh, whatever the chick's name was, like Sarah or Christine or whatever her name was. I don't even remember. Um, but like, I need you, she wants you to know something. And I was like, okay, she's a dude. Oh, she's like some gay dude from Colorado or whatever. And she knows that you think she's a girl. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's fucked up. He never told me that, bro. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, part of me was like pissed off mm-hmm. that like somebody would do that but then another part of me was like how fucking gullible am i where i thought that some chick was like playing this game and was like gonna stay up all night chatting with some random fucking dude from across the country so i learned a valuable lesson at that time i think and that was that like most of the people on the internet that look that say they're girls are dudes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a valuable I mean, lesson. That is, uh, yeah, that's a valuable one. Yeah. And so, like, I never really talked to her, to her, her, him again. Like, hmm. I was like, fuck you. I'm done. Out skis. You lied. Yeah. 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 And I still feel valid about that. I, I've, at the time, I guess it was probably some homophobia. But I, as a, in, in hindsight, I think back on it, I'm like, you can't establish a, even a friendship uh, based on a lie like that. That, um, yeah, that's true, especially if the person was was telling you one thing, but then was uh, not No, that. like, he was cl- clearly saying he was a girl and yeah. talking about, like, being a girl and, you know, like, saying, like, yeah, I, you know, been in But this- their friend told you he's a dude mm-hmm. for sure. And, and-, he's, and he wanted to tell you but was scared, so he kept pretending to be a girl for the last, Ugh. like, month. Ugh. Yeah. Because you just, Yeah. Yeah. And it was like one of those where I was just like, well, that's fucked up. And like, I I can't even be friends with somebody who would start our relationship off on such a gigantic lie mm-hmm. um, and who repeatedly lied to me. Like, why would I believe anything this person ever says ever again? Did they have pictures or anything like that? Like catfish type um, No, everything was in game. The only thing I, it was just what she told me or oh, what, mm-hmm. what the chat was like. I didn't go outside of the video game. Okay, I see. But it was a little, a little part of me was like heartbroken because I was like, there was this chick out there that I thought yeah, was cool. He thought she was so cool. And now I'm realized it's just some dude uh, who did this. It's a dude. And probably does it pretty often. I imagine that person probably still yeah. does that. Um, that sounds like maybe some like closeted yeah. discomfort in who they are. Yeah, but more mature me also sees it as like, yeah, they probably had more fucked up life than I even know about. Yeah. So like yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But I also feel justified in being like, I, I couldn't have even maintained a friendship with somebody like that. Right, because it started with a lie. Such a big one. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it crazy how like your your kid brain is mm-hmm. so different from your adult brain? Your adult brain's able to look back at that and and kind of 
piece together that that person may have had some uh-huh. some problems. Yeah. But when you're 16, 17, it's very much of like, what? Yeah. This, <laughs> no. This, yeah. <laughs> Go away, you wad. Yeah. Yeah. And I was I was like, also like, I'm not like, what the fuck? Did you think you were going to convert me? Because like, that wasn't going to happen. So yeah. like, I don't even know what the point of all that was. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I should have been on Catfish. Yeah. <laughs> but this was before that. Yeah. There wasn't even, Catfish wasn't even a term at that point. Right. Like, it wasn't. That wasn't even like, I mean, it was happening, but nobody called it catfishing yeah and just as a final story (laughs) oh no (laughs) um this one is not this one is related but it's different so one night i used to um i used to use my uh, recliner for my computer chair because i just thought it was cool i had a recliner i liked it It was a lazy boy i had a nice recliner so you had like a computer at a desk Uh uh-huh but instead of a computer chair you sat in a recliner a recliner and i put a board across my lap with the keyboard and mouse on it Oh, so I okay. could like lean back. I see. Okay. Yeah. And like I had a big monitor mm-hmm. and um, I was sitting in my recliner one day. It was late at night and um, I was wearing just my boxers and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I see something fall down from the ceiling towards my leg and I feel something poof, land on my leg mm-hmm. and I look down and it's the biggest fucking wolf spider I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. A humongous wolf spider lands on my, is on my knee. And I swat it, and a thousand babies jump off its back and land all over no. me. Yeah. At like one in the morning, oh in my boxers in a recliner. Covered in spiders. Covered in baby spiders. Oh, God. I freak out. I wake up everybody in the house. I'm screaming. I, I, I basically took all like towels and closed and like sealed off the door and I slept downstairs for like three days. I just quarantined the room. Just like that room's done. Wash my hands. <laughs> that room does not exist yeah, any longer. Th- yeah. I still have nightmares where that shit happens. Like That's where so, I don't know what I would where do. Where a spider falls on me and then it's, it's babies jump off all over I, me. I that, still have nightmares about it. That's a Stephen King story. That happened to me. It's a real story. And I was in my boxers. Like, there was only a thin sheet of fabric between them and me. <laughs> and the, like, the most important part of me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, that's a true story. And that's in, in that same time period. That happened in the exact same time frame. Wow. Yeah. The internet. Yeah. Am Baby I, spiders will jump out all over you. Am I right? Yeah. We've been through some shit. I really have. So that was my war stories from the early internet. I think those stories are a proper eulogy for our good friend, Internet Explorer, that's going away. R.I.P. R.I.P. Internet Explorer. You have been there for us through thick and thin, <laughs> and you were also a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, you know, what's not a piece of shit is this podcast. And there's a lot of episodes of it on the current internet that's way better. And you can find those on our website. Carolinasnowflakes.com And while Facebook's still called Facebook and not MySpace. (laughs) Or whatever. You can find us on there and meet with other people that are fans of the show. Facebook.com forward slash Carolinasnowflakes. And I would really, really love to hear from you if you use Bing. I'm very serious. I really want to know what Bing does for you. I'm curious. I'm not being sarcastic. I really want to know. So send me an email and tell me. Carolinasnowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.